It was about 10 years ago, 12 years ago. I can't remember. I'm going to have to look back at my records. When I saw these interesting devices on the backside of a, an unmarked Springfield Police cruiser, and I messaged the police then, I was like, are these license plate reading cameras? What, what are these? And uh, they responded and said, yes, indeed. Come on down. We'll give you a tour and show you what's up. So these were that were placed on vehicles. Uh, but now, years later, Springfield Police getting the approval from the city council last fall uh, to ultimately say, yes, we're going to have some uh, more kind of static license plate reading cameras, and I can imagine the uh, the technologies evolved quite a bit in the past decade when they were just doing a pilot program of having these on some squad cars. So tonight, Springfield Police are going to be hosting an open house at the Lincoln Library, downtown Springfield, the public library, uh, to be able to uh, delve more into this idea of license plate reading cameras. How many we've got coming, where they're going to be placed, uh, these are just some of the things that are going to be discussed and to touch on this briefly with us here on WMAY with Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop, Police Chief Ken Scarlett with us. Uh, Chief, thanks for taking time with us this morning. Give us uh, kind of an overview of what you guys plan on addressing uh, before opening it up to questions uh, tonight from members of the public. Good morning. Well, good morning, Greg. First, uh, thanks for giving me the opportunity to come on. Certainly appreciate that. Yeah, so uh, this evening we're going to be hosting a public uh, meeting, if you will, and I give uh, the public an opportunity just to take a look at the technology as you put, how it's evolved over the years. It's important for uh, uh, citizens of this community to be able to see it, touch it, understand it, uh, realize exactly what it does, what it doesn't do, and, and how it's, uh, you know, just one more layer of technology that we believe uh, here within uh, Springfield Police Department can can help uh, when it comes to solving crime. So we've got uh, how many coming and where do we plan on putting these? Because these are going to be kind of, they're, they're static. They're, they're going to be set in one spot and they're going to stay there for a certain period of time. Totally different than what was attached to the back of uh, Springfield Police uh, vehicles uh, that we've seen before, right? Yeah, yes, you are correct. So uh, currently as it stands, we have 83 cameras coming. Uh, those will be positioned throughout the entire city. And really what we looked at was major, <clears throat> excuse me, in ingress and egress uh, avenues into our community as well as major thoroughfares from one side of the community to the other uh, we also looked at uh, you know some crime numbers and finally some high accident intersections uh, and all of those uh, with the help of the subject matter experts uh, from the flock company uh, kind of helped us establish uh, locations for the 83 cameras we're talking with Springfield Police Chief Ken Scarlett here with Springfield's Morning News on 92.7 WMAY. Springfield's News and Talk with an open house tonight at Lincoln Library downtown, Springfield's Public Library. From 5.30 to 7, there'll be an overview of kind of what we're hearing now, but also your opportunity uh, to ask some questions. Uh, but we're getting some of those questions asked here this morning with a bit of a preview with uh, Chief Scarlett, so I appreciate him taking the time this morning. Um, one, one question I have is policies and procedures. This was raised briefly in the debate uh, at City Hall, um, uh, I think it was Springfield Alderman Ralph Hanauer actually raised this. Uh, who's going to be able to access this data? Uh, will elected officials be able to access this data, or is this purely going to be for Springfield Police? And how do we ensure that there's not potential abuse there? Well, let me start by saying you're cheating, Greg. You're you're getting all the answers to tonight's uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. I appreciate the questions, and, and those are questions I expect to answer tonight. So, uh, you know, our policy we uh, crafted after having reviewed several other cities' uh, policy, uh, our policy has been vetted through the ACLU, 
uh, we believe it's pretty robust and covers everything that we need as far as, uh, you know, how it can be used, when it can be used, who can access it. This is not something that public officials have access to. This is uh, similar to uh, LEADS data, law enforcement agency data system uh, information that law enforcement uh, already has access to. It's, it's law enforcement specific. So again, only those that, that operate in the law enforcement industry have access to it. And these aren't like speed cameras, right? It's not, it, this is merely just to kind of capture a license plate that could possibly be a suspect vehicle leaving a crime scene type of thing. Is that is that is that right? From my understanding, this is not going to be used are, for enforcement beyond just that. You are correct, and that you know those are some of the rumors that I've heard. And, and I, again, I appreciate the opportunity to kind of get our message out. These are not red light running cameras. These are not speed cameras. These are not used for city ordinance violations. These are not used for anything other than law enforcement purposes. Uh, you know, as far as uh, crime solvability and that sort of thing. Do we know how long uh, data is going to be kept in in these databases? So the uh, minimum re- or the let's see how I want to say this it's a thirty day retention period. Uh, that's for all data. If it's not saved beyond that, uh, then it will fall off after thirty days. In the event that uh, you know our detectives begin to put a case together for uh, specific follow up, then then that information can be retained later. But that's specific to certain cases. We're talking with uh, Police Chief Ken Scarlett, Springfield Police Department, again tonight at Lincoln Library, the city's public library, from 5.30 to 7, an open house to talk more about license plate reading cameras. This technology is pretty amazing, Chief. Uh, the, the way it can network with not just all the Springfield cameras, but uh, you guys are also going to be able to access uh, camera data from from other areas that are using the, the company Flock, uh, the, the company behind these particular cameras that the city of Springfield owns. Uh, so, so talk a, a bit about that uh, and uh, just how this in combination with even, you know, people with the, the voluntary uh, notification to law enforcement that they have um, surveillance cameras or ring doorbell cameras. I mean, this type of technology is going to help you guys narrow down and, and find suspects to some, some pretty heinous crimes. Is that right? Oh, absolutely. And that's what it's all about, becoming more efficient as, at our job. And, and to your point, this is not, uh, you know, brand new cutting edge technology. This has been around for a while. So uh, as Springfield uh, jumps on board with the LPRs, uh, numerous other communities here locally already have the technology or in the process. And, and it becomes sort of a a sharing network, if you will, as far as uh, information. And, and again, you know, uh, when it comes to solving crime, we look at it from a layered approach. This is just one more layer to add on top of uh, the ability to, you know, put the puzzle pieces together. And, and specifically, uh, there was an instance, uh, a, a gruesome uh, case down up there, and uh, the suspect that was ultimately captured over in Decatur, that was all done as a result of uh, license plate reader cameras. So, um, you know, the technology is out there. We should be taking advantage of it. And, and if it can help, you know, potentially save someone's life, if it can help put somebody behind bars that needs to be, then uh, then we want to take advantage of that here locally as well. Springfield Police Chief Ken Scarlett, greatly appreciate you taking the time and uh, a public thank you for uh, accepting the interview request. I think I sent out the initial request via text at like 5 o'clock this morning. <laughs> so- Oh, uh, I appreciate you last minute uh, joining us and uh, finding some time in your schedule, and we'll definitely connect again soon, all right? 
team player here. Always glad to help and look forward to uh, answering questions this evening. Thanks, Greg. Absolutely. And again, that is a uh, public open house with Springfield Police at the Public Library from 530 to 7 downtown Springfield at Lincoln Public Library. Uh, so if you've got more questions than what we talked about here, I would encourage you to get down there uh, and hear more about this. Greatly appreciate it. Chief Ken Scarlett from Springfield Police Department. And coming up next, I want to hear from you on your thoughts of these license plate reading cameras, 217-629-7970. Again, 217-629-7970. That is the phone number for how you can chime in here. With Springfield's Morning News, again, 217-629-7970. Your call's coming up in about five minutes. All right, with Springfield's Morning News, I'm Greg. So we've been talking about license plate reading technology. I want to hear from you now at 217-629-7970. What questions do you have? Are you going to go to the open house tonight at the Lincoln Public Library? Do you see this technology as something that law enforcement is going to be able to use to combat crime and to go after those who uh, are violating the law? And you heard uh, Ken Scarlett share that. uh, Remember the the horrible case of the um, Department of uh, Children and Family Services worker. I believe that's the case he was talking about, where uh, a brutal scene down in Thayer, uh, ultimately the suspect being found in Decatur, saying that license plate reading cameras assisted in that quick apprehension. Uh, But listen, this is going to be useful for a variety of other things as well, including amber alerts, silver sneakers alerts. Uh, That's an alert whenever a, uh, a loved one of advanced age may get lost uh, so it can help there. Um, but uh, with, with uh, what did he say, like 80 different cameras all across the city, uh, you can imagine that these are going to go up in some of the major in and out areas of Springfield, but uh, they could also be placed uh, at various intersections throughout the city. So uh, your thoughts, 217-629-7970. You can also email bishoponair at gmail.com. Again, bishoponair at gmail.com. Uh, somebody on Facebook messaging saying, what happened to all the cameras downtown that the police needed? Just wasting money, taxpayers' money. Uh, so I, that's that's one perspective from a listener. Um, would like to hear your perspective as well. And uh, do you have any concerns? Uh, some of the things that we uh, we asked the police chief about, indeed, were, you know, who's going to have access to this? Uh, this is going to be a lot of data, uh, location data even. And uh, unless it's being investigated, uh, the retention is going to be 30 days. So a 30-day retention period, uh, which may may try to, to you know, lower the temperature on some of the concerns about uh, how, uh, people might be able to be tracked. One of the things early, 10 years ago, whenever this was discussed, uh, was the ability for these cameras to keep in a database all the places you go as an individual. It shows that you came into Springfield at about 6.15 every morning. It shows that you go to this particular grocery store at this particular time of day on this day of the week. It shows that you go to uh, an erotic cake shop or to the pot store or to get an abortion or whatever the case may be. I mean, there, there's some concerns there as to how these cameras are able to catalog this data of your license plate and where it is uh, that it could develop a profile. But if it's indeed going to cap the retention to just 30 days, does that you know ease your concerns? Uh, a couple of calls coming in. We'll get to them. I promise. Good morning. You're on WMAY. Your thoughts. 
Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, do I am I mistaken here? But wasn't there a problem of, of late, a few maybe a few years ago, where uh, information gathered about gun control was supposed to be disposed of after a certain period of time, but it, but it did not get disposed of in that in that manner in the in the way it should. As far as like the uh, firearm owner identification card stuff? Yeah, weren't they supposed to destroy it like after three or four years and instead they kept it for who knows how long? Yeah, I'm not sure I'm familiar with that particular story, um, but that's a, that's a concern. Uh, and in Illinois, you know, you have the, uh, the, the law requiring individuals who own a firearm to be in a database somewhere. Now, in the past, there were FOIA requests from like, I think the Associated Press filed a FOIA request for all the list of people who own firearms. And the courts ultimately found you can't do that because uh, then you're able to publish lists of people in their address and, and showing that they have firearms. And that's a big problem. That ultimately makes that individual house uh, a, a, a security risk. Uh, because if if some criminal is able to see John Doe at this particular street on um, uh, you know one two three Main Street is uh, a firearm owner identification card holder, so he must have firearms. Let's go to that. So you can see the problems there. Uh, thankfully, that was never revealed. Uh, but there are other uh, questions, and as much as government databases, the types of information they have on you. And um, how that information stored, how long that information stored, and how that information is going to be used. Uh, so we may talk more about this tomorrow. Uh, again, tonight is the open house at the Lincoln Public Library downtown Springfield to talk about license plate reading technology. Springfield police officials will be there uh, to take your uh, questions and calls and concerns. Uh, we'll take one more call here on WMAY to hear uh, about license plate reading cameras. Good morning. You're on the air. Hi. Yeah, well, I at one time worked for the Secretary of State, and there are problems with them. Number one, we know about uh, it has a history, the cameras, where people received tickets and they were never in Chicago before, let's say. But we would get calls all the time. I got this ticket from a reading camera in Florida. I've never even been in Florida. And so... Those kind of things happen, and I'd like to know if they have any remedy for that. Well, and, and just to be clear, and we asked uh, Ken Scarlett, the police chief, this morning, uh, and I appreciate the call, but uh, this is just going to be for uh, helping in crime fighting. It's not these, these aren't red light cameras. They are not speed cameras. These are merely to uh, possibly detect a suspect fleeing the scene of a particular crime, bank robbery, murder, shooting incident, whatever the case may be. Uh, it's not to issue speed tickets or red light camera ticket. That's not what these cameras are. Uh, I don't know if that answers your question, but if you've got more questions, get to the Lincoln Library tonight. All right, 5.30 to 7, downtown Springfield, the public library, uh, where you can hear more about this. Surely we'll talk more about it in the future. Appreciate all the calls, and again, appreciate uh, Police Chief Ken Scarlett joining us earlier this morning. If you missed that, just rewind this video or uh, check out the podcast a little bit later on. All right, it is Springfield's Morning News. I'm